Hey, truth seekers, welcome back to another episode of That One Time I Was Abducted by Aliens. My name is Jamie. My name is Bree, and we're two sides of the coin. Bree. Yeah. There was this one time I was abducted by aliens on Friday the 13th. <laughs> Today is Friday the 13th of all days of days. Of all days of days, guys. It's Friday the 13th. It's we're the recording. <laughs> How was your Friday the 13th? Let's start off there. My Friday the 13th was quite decent. Okay. Nothing unfortunate happened for me. Nothing out of the ordinary? Pretty nope. just an ordinary, regular, schmegler day? Plain Jane type of day. Okay. Uh, my day was actually pretty typical until I locked my keys in my car. And then the people who come to break into my car to get the keys out took like 500 hours. Of course. And I literally sat on the trunk of my car for like an hour and a half waiting for them. Yikes. And I was a little late to Bree's house to record tonight. Just a bit. So not that bad. I'm going to say not that bad of a Friday the 13th for me. Uh, it's actually pretty typical that I lock my keys in my car. So <laughs> it's not really different than any other day. It's just a typical day. Everyone was like freaking out at work. Like, oh my God, aren't you upset? And I was like, nah, I got free roadside assistance. Someone will come pop my door. I'm not worried. It's funny to me when something happens and people are automatically like, aren't you so bothered by this? Like, Never. Aren't you upset? Never. And it's like, should I be? Would that make my situation better for me? Is that going to help? So I've been described on several occasions as being basically a psychopath like borderline psychopath because I don't really have too many emotions. And one of the reasons people say this about me is because when stuff happens that should normally typically upset me, I have zero reaction. I'm like, okay, that's fine. Like, I remember one time, um, I'm really good friends with a retired sheriff. We went on like a 13 hour long ride along. Uh, I'll start off by saying it was wonderful. I enjoyed every second of it. Um, <laughs> I love arresting people. <laughs> the sheriff in the car let me just harass whoever was in the back oh, arrested. Oh, perfect for you. No, I, I loved it. I made a dude cry. I was like, man, when are you gonna figure out your life? And he's like, oh no, man, it's a real hard to heart here, man. You're gonna make me change my life around. Like, I loved every <laughs> second of it but at some point we went to go check on my car because he had told me to park somewhere I shouldn't have parked and I was like as a police officer you probably shouldn't tell me to park somewhere where my car is going to be towed and he's like you'll be fine so we went to go try to check on it driving around the parking lot guess what I don't see your car exactly so as we're driving the sheriff is looking at me trying to gauge if I'm upset that my car got towed and I'm just kind of like whatevs let's go back out there we'll deal with it when 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 we're done with the shift and he's like looking at me and he's like are you a crazy person and I was like why he's like aren't you upset your car got towed and I said well what is me being upset gonna do about it is it gonna get my car back yeah no is it gonna make me feel better if I get upset no amount of ener like negative energy of me putting out there about a situation that already happened is gonna fix it or make the situation better right like I'll deal with it when we come back and we're done with our 13 hours and if my car's towed my car's towed and then you'll probably go drive me so I can go pick up my car somewhere like yeah. what, what else am I gonna do about that and no joke as soon as I finished that sentence we went down one of the rows and my car was hidden between two big giant trucks amazing amazing how that happens right literally as I yeah. finished my sentence of like, nah, I'm chill. It's cool. We found it. You're like, see? Mm -hmm. The universe. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Ex what if I would have got upset and then I never found my car? And what if the only reason my car ended up being there was because I was just whatever about it? Absolutely. I agree. It's kind you of have no emotional ties. No, it's how the universe is. I think more people should act like that. So when stuff happens bad in my life or like I have a sh like, don't get me wrong. I'm a human and sometimes I have shitty days and like I get emotional about it. But the majority of the time, it's not something that I do. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, Ugh, it's meh. unfortunate that you're like, are you a psychopath? Yeah, people like, tell me that. Why? Because I'm not super dramatic and sad about it. Yeah. No, I think yeah. it just makes you a little bit conscious about your situation. I like it. Let's just tell the truth seekers, first of all, we're doing a Friday the 13th episode because it's Friday the 13th. And also we just don't have another subject. <laughs> so we're not quite sure where this episode's going to go. We never do. Sometimes it just spirals out of control. Yeah, but I see that Brie has no cards, so I know some shit's about to to. I just have like subtle things that I didn't want to forget. That's all. Okay, so why don't why don't why don't you direct me? I okay. you know I seem to direct the episode a lot. Why don't she's you... a quite a director? I'm I'm down. Let's do it. Well, okay. So I was thinking where this superstition comes from. Okay. About Friday the Thirteenth. All right. And I was reading online that there's legitimate statistics of people that don't come into work on Friday the 13th. Mm -hmm. They don't leave their house mm -hmm. because they're that scared of mm -hmm. what could possibly happen to them. Mm -hmm. And it's like millions of dollars are usually lost in a business because 
So many people so call many out. So many people call out because they're so afraid. And there's usually more than one Friday the 13th in a year, too. Yeah, there can be a maximum of three Friday the 13th okay. in a year. Okay. This year, we will have two. So our next Friday the 13th is actually coming up in July. Oh, interesting. Because I wanted to get married that day. You did want to get married <laughs> that day. I know I know Everyone's your vibes. like, you're so fucking weird. I'm like, I think it's cool. I think it's kind of cool. I was just trying to like search and be like, where the hell does this come from? And the only two things that really stuck out to me I thought were super weird. Weird in a sense of, is that really what it's coming from? Okay, give it to me. So one of them is a Bible reference that there, I know, bear with me here. The look on my face, guys. I know, I'm like, let's just hold up, hold up, hold up. If you guys know me, you know the look on my face. Yeah, she's like, uh, oh God, the Bible. Okay, so the Last Supper had 13 guests. So, Jesus and his 12 apostles, which one became a traitor? Judas was a snitch. Okay, so let's just stick with that. Okay, so there's this... Snitches there's this, Yeah, so there's this 13 number, right? Mm-hmm. The Last Supper, he became a snitch. So, obviously, he was kicked to the curb, but technically so was Jesus, and then he died, which he also died on a Friday. Okay. So, people saw this as extremely unlucky. Mm-hmm. The number 13 for the fake disciples, I guess you could kind of say. And then also that he died on Friday. So, people are linking those two together. Friday and 13. The other one comes from... Friday, October 13th in 1307. And this was the day that the Knights Templar was kind of seized when they scrambled them all up and they put them through testimonies that they Mm -hmm. had to do and they tortured them Mm -hmm. and they burned them at the stake. Mm -hmm. And so people also saw this as, well, that's a really shitty day for you. But there's a whole thing going on with the Knights Templar that we could look into one day. There's a ton of conspiracy theories. I know a Mason. Oh, yeah? (gasps) That guy! No! Nate. No. Yes. No way. Yes. Okay, well, Nate's coming on next week, so we're going to have to bring this up. Maybe we'll bring this up. Maybe that's what we can talk to him about. Absolutely. Okay. So, I mean, that's interesting. Some people are like, that's not true. That didn't happen as far as the date. But it, that's what was written down. Okay, that's very interesting. I, I would never imagine that, that that's where the roots of that came from. I know, but it's that's what's on there. I think that was the two big things that stuck out to me. Other than some random place in Indiana that was called French Licks, and in the 1930s through the 40s, every black cat had to wear a bell around its neck. Why? To ward off the bad vibes. The bad jujus. Those poor black cats. People think that black cats are so... Unlucky? It's actually the opposite of that. They're actually considered a symbol of luck, black cats are. Which is weird. It's weird, right, that people think that? It's the exact opposite. Yeah, so this poor little town in Indiana, they're like, scramble all the black cats. Every single black cat has to wear a bell around its neck. And I've heard of some really creepy things that have happened in, like, the deep, deep, dark creepy people in the world that do horrible things to black cats, which is really unfortunate. Uh, yeah, because absolutely. Because they're like super superstitious about it, mm-hmm. which is extremely strange to me. And you know what's funny? I didn't realize this, but Kevin noticed this because, you know, I've been kind of looking into numerology lately. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay, so we have five characters mm-hmm. in April. And in Friday, there are six characters. Mm-hmm. And the date is the 13th, which we have two characters. And if we add all that, all the characters together, six plus five plus two, we have 13, which would be Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th. 13, 13 characters mm-hmm. on today. The next big event that I saw for April, another Friday the 13th in April is in 2029, where this giant asteroid is supposed to come like extremely close to the Earth, mm-hmm. which they named Apophis. Okay. Which is not a name I'm sure lots of people are fond of because you think like apocalypse. Apophis. And then when they discovered this in 2004, astronomers gave it a 1 in 60 chance that it would have slammed into the Earth. Interesting. And it would have been a huge devastation to the planet. Uh Uh-huh. And because it's 320 meters wide. But now that they've kind of recalculated everything, they're like, it's okay. It's actually not going to hit the Earth, but it's going to come extremely close. 
So we'll be able to see it. It, sh- it will come closer to us than some satellites that are orbiting. No way. Yeah, and it will be able to be seen in Asia and Africa and in Europe. Do you think that because it's coming that close, do you think it's going to do something like hit satellites, like knock that stuff out? Crazy. I mean, it's big, right? Yeah. Okay, so do you think that because it's coming so close to us that there's a possibility that it's about to knock some shit out? Like, what if all of our, like, maybe not the apocalypse happens that day, but maybe that asteroid gets so close to us that it hits the satellites that are, like, all T-Mobile phones, and then all T-Mobile's moans go offline that day. That would be kind of exciting. That would actually be really exciting. That's unfortunate for all the T-Mobile users, but I think that's kind of exciting. That's exciting, right? Yeah, and I'm just, I just wanted to get it out there that they had recalculated the numbers and that we should be safe and it should be extremely chill because I'm sure when 2029 comes around and we hear about this Apophis asteroid that's coming back, let's just remember back to this moment where we heard that it's going to be okay because you already know. It's already happening. Anything it, it, weird that happens, people just jump on the, like, it's the end of the world, the asteroid's coming and we're all gonna Everybody die. does that, yeah. So, like, what? It's, like, 10, 10 11 years from now, right? 10, yeah. 11 years from now when me and Brie are still doing this podcast, we will have a Friday the 13th um, <laughs> apocalypse episode where we will reference this episode very fondly. Apophis. Apophis. Yes, that's why I wanted to get out there, too, because I just, yeah, I could already smell the conspiracies and all the doomsday preppers. I know, like, it's already coming. Oh, well, shit, first of all, wait. Don't hate on doomsday preppers because I, I am one. Hate. And you know that if when the end of the world comes, you're coming to my house. I know, but you're not an extreme doomsday prepper. But everyone else in my family is. But there, I would not consider them extreme, extreme. Where like other people, I mean, they kind of halfway do their jobs. The rest of their time, they're like learning how to use that bow and arrow. Actually, they're harvesting actually, bunny rabbits. Do you remember how good I am at throwing a hatchet at a piece of wood? No, I I can't you don't remember say that? I remember the lumberjack days. My birthday. Yes. Yes. I now I remember. When we were at the Renaissance Fair, remember yes. Josh kept trying to do it and Josh is strong. Yeah. And he kept trying to throw it and didn't get it and I I think the first one I picked up I was like bam like right on there right mm-hmm. in the fucking bullseye and I was like yeah bitch. Like, I couldn't I do it again. I couldn't do it again, but th- I did it that That's one all time. That matters. Yeah. And then the guy that was trying to show us he's all beginner's luck. Yeah, so he, whatever. He was so hurt cuz yeah. he was like I've been here all day. I've been here all day. <laughs> oh god. I'm like I've been here all what was this Renaissance fair? Renaissance he's, fair. He's there the whole fair that was like his little stand and And it was the last day that was the last weekend we were there. Yeah. It was my birthday. Super awesome. All right, so speaking of my birthday and numbers, what a great fucking segue. Why don't you give me some Jamie facts about my numerology? So, I looked into Jamie's little numbers. Mm-hmm. Jamie's life path number is a number 7. Interesting. And this is, you're going to love this. Okay, tell me about the it. Seeker of Knowledge. Ooh! If you go into detail of this number seven, it's so you. Okay. It's crazy you. Okay. It's like, of course, the number seven would make a great scientist. So the number seven is all about accumulating as much truth as it can. Sounds just like me. And then sort of isolating itself. <laughs> Sounds just like me. Yeah, so it's kind of like you want to extract all the knowledge that you can, but Mm -hmm. then you have this separation from everyone else, and then you just go into a deep thinking process. That 100% sounds like me. This is my my bubble. I'm pulling all the information, but I'm taking my own space. I'm just going to like get deep into this info, and I'm not, you know. Yeah. I'm not engaging with the rest. So can you explain how you got that my life path number was seven? So... If you want to calculate your life path number, what you would do is you would calculate your birth date altogether. Mm-hmm. So since you were October 15th, mm-hmm. 1989, mm-hmm. you would add 10 plus 15 plus 1989. Mm-hmm. The trick here is that... You want to get it down to the smallest number possible. You need, everything needs so, to be reduced. Yeah, so what happens is that ending number that you get from adding your birthdays together, you then add all those numbers together and you keep going down and down until you only have a single digit number left. Yeah, which is how I got your number seven. Mm-hmm. And then um, another thing I thought was interesting is that the number seven isn't necessarily emotionally engaged with other people. I know, your face, you're like, oh my God. Because exactly, I literally yeah, just said it's, that. It's, I mean, I, I wouldn't want to say everything that the number seven is just because I don't know if you want like everyone to know. Give but it to let it, me give just it to say, it, give it. 
If you know me, I'm not a private person and I don't have secrets. Go for it. <laughs> it's like trouble with relationships because you don't want to get deep into it. You don't want to get deep into the emotional. You have your boundaries set high. So you're like, I don't want to do any of that. You're like, she's like, hey. I'm like hey, dancing. Hey. I'm like, this is literally me. Yeah, everything I read, it was like, oh my God, this is so, so Jamie. It's like just, just almost like just the intellectual. Mm-hmm. Like doesn't want to involve with anyone else's. And so one of the struggles would be to try to let the barriers down to engage with other people emotionally. Mm-hmm. But it's more like you just, you're not interested in it. it that's 100% true. I'm just genuinely not interested in it. And I think that's what a lot of people don't get about me is they're like, oh, like you don't want to get deep with me. Like I hate everybody. I know that <laughs> it sounds crazy to people. And like it may, people maybe think I'm being extreme when I say that or like, but I genuinely just fucking hate people. She means that in a loving way. No, in a very loving way. It's just I deal with a lot of assholes on a daily basis in my life in general. And, like, the last thing I want to do is go home and, like, tell somebody my feelings. Like, I just don't give a shit. Yeah. I just don't fucking care. And nor do I really, like, I say this in a weird way, and it's kind of a double-edged sword. I put off a persona that I don't care about anyone else's emotions, but the problem is is that I care way too much about everybody's emotions to the point where I don't care about my own. And I think that that's where that weird, it's a balance. It's like, I come off as a very, like, fuck everything, fuck the world, I hate everybody. But at the end of the day, Bree said this before, I'm, like, the sweetest, nicest, Mm -hmm. most gentle, kind person who would literally do anything for, for anyone, anyone else. and but I try to not tell people that yeah. because that's not what I want to put off to the world it's like a strong front a mm-hmm. bit. yep yeah so the number seven is very deep in everything that you are in that sense I, I'm I'm down I'm gonna have to look a little bit more yeah. into the number seven can I guess your number okay is it eight or six I have eight in my soul's desire okay my life path number is a nine. Oh, okay I knew you weren't going to be too far off from me because our birth dates are very similar. So Breeze, 11, 15, 90. 1990, yeah. So we're only, we're very short numbers very away short from each other. Apart. Yeah. Actually, we're only two numbers apart. Seven, yeah, nine. Yep, you're right. You're nine. Give us a little bit of what a nine is. Uh, a nine? Yeah. <sighs> Guessed it. The nine <laughs> is the humanitarian. <laughs> All about their spiritual comfort. That's so you. (laughs) It's like it's like a healer, uh, like one very compassionate, empathetic for everyone's feelings and about everyone's comfort and Mm -hmm. gaining their spiritual knowledge. I was like, okay, yeah, I get it. (laughs) You're like, yeah, I get it, guys. Thanks. Like, I know, I know all these things. I think what gets really tricky is when it comes to your your soul's desire number. Which, what's so yours? Let, I'm going to tell oh. you yours. Ooh, okay, give because it to Because I me. told you, I was like, oh my God, Jamie. Okay, tell me. Tell Jamie me. is an 11. Okay. Which is a master number. So... Why do you not take an 11 down to a 2? whatever, an 11, a 22, and a 33 is a master number that okay. you cannot reduce once you get down to your final calculations. Like, you're not supposed to fuck with those numbers. Okay, so I'm an 11. You're an 11, which is a master number. Okay. So your soul's desire is to master your spiritual enlightenment. Beautiful. It's like super intuitive. Yeah, wanting to like dabble in the metaphysics. This is my life. I know. It's like so great. I was like, holy hell. For real? This is my life destiny, and it's been this my whole time. It is. Yeah. Yeah, it's everything throughout being super intuitive and kind of the vibes of your energy is more in the mystical realms, and that's your soul's desire is to understand that and to enlighten yourself. I agree 100%. Oh, this I can't. I desire every day. Yeah, every day of my fucking life, guys. I'm into weird shit and I'm, I know. I've accepted it. And it's it's so weird. I know I thought about that. Like, why don't you reduce the numbers? So, for f- some reason, that's what it is. Now, what is interesting is some people that do numerology, they also don't reduce the numbers 44 and 55. So, that's where it gets tricky because you'll have some numerology that tells you only 11, 22, and 33 you don't mess with, and then other people also include 44 and 55. Okay. So that's kind of confusing. And you're always going to have the divide in people that are very, like, one way, like, no, this is the true way, and then other people that will tell you, no, this is the true way. This is the new way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my soul's desire, and this is what confuses me about that, is because when I was doing my research on it, I came to a point where, okay, well, what do I do? 
Okay. Because my soul's desire came to a 44. What? But if I were to take a traditional route, then I would obviously reduce that down to an eight. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you. Okay. I did these calculations mm-hmm. more than six times. Mm-hmm. Just to make sure. Because I didn't like the number that I got. Okay, so what's eight? <laughs> so tell me, why don't we start with, okay, no, 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 let's back up. Why don't you tell me what a 44 would be then? I don't even, I didn't even look it up because I knew it was like a high mastery number, but it was so confusing to me that some people accept it and some people don't. So you, you so didn't I, even look honestly, it up. So honestly, I didn't even bother with the 44. I wonder if the 44 is your true answer though if you were so unhappy well, with eight maybe if the 44 is like a great thing but see that's the thing like, okay. do i want to just want to hear something yeah or are you ch- or yeah. is it legitimate okay so give me what eight is then <sighs> i really just don't like this number because i just me. feel like it's not me the eight is called the powerhouse oh the eight is like the executive I see. The yeah. boss. Okay, 100%. The success-driven. Yeah. The, no. Yeah. No. I see those things in you, though. <laughs> like, you have to remember, Brie, like, m- maybe you don't understand this, but, like, you realize that, like, <laughs> you're the boss of our podcast. Like, you understand <laughs> that, right? Like, you get that. You know, okay, this is, I'll tell you, when I had, I when I looked this over and I had such a hard time with the number I got, I vented to Josh. He was, like, half ear in and half ear out. Mm-hmm. But I, one of the things I said was the only reason why I can say that I see a little bit is what this podcast has brought out of me, mm-hmm. which is that type of, like, see managerial. And like, that's what I see. We need this, we need this. Like, but see, the eight, everything's, like, success and, like, the bar is high and, like, just striving for, like, the best success and not just being the complete focus. So I have two complete opposites here. I have my life path, which is, like, spirituality and, like, comfort and everyone's feelings. And then I have this other number, my soul's desire number, that's, like, who cares about all that? We want the top. We want success. We want the, you know what I mean? It's, like, so so total opposite. But it's not really opposites. And I'm going to break this shit down for you right I now. Just, I just hate it. I'll I'm, just tell you, I no. hate the number. I love this. Okay, so here's the thing that you have to understand, Brie. Your whole life, you've been this, like, gentle-nosed creature, right? Oh, my dad. Gotta bring the nose in there, (laughs) Always, every time. Every time. But you are. You're so gentle, and you're so empathetic to people, and you feel people's emotions and all of these things, and you're always, like, especially now in your life, the last few years, a lot quieter than you've ever been. Oh, for sure. Okay? And I think that us starting this podcast is shattering those old expectations of yourself. Maybe. And I think that what you're going for now and as this podcast goes on and as you're accumulating as a person, you're turning into who you're supposed to be. And I think who you're supposed to be is an incredibly successful yet incredibly grounded person. That's the difficult part. Okay, but that's... For me, mentally. Yes. But I think that maybe this is what you were supposed to hear because look 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 at my life path and my soul number, right? Basically... Aliens. Jamie in a nutshell. It's basically Jamie and aliens, is it not? Yeah. It's those two things. And yours are what? It's definitely spirituality. Spirituality, aliens, and success. Mm-hmm. Me and you together, look what we're creating. And you do have to admit, Brie, you are our success driving point in this podcast, and you know that. Whether you want to admit it out loud or not, you know how busy I get, and you know the things that I, I can, and you know that you're on it more than I am. I will agree with that. That's the only thing that I felt like, okay, this podcast definitely brings that out in me because I'm just like constant. I'm just like, that's all. I'm like, she's like twitching. Like, exactly. Eh. I'm twitching a little bit. Like, I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to do Yes. Yeah. It's Wait. just hard because I, when I see, or no, when I hear the attributes of a number eight, I think like so material. You're, and then the spiritual part. There's, it's just so see, and I don't see that. that. See, and I don't see that. I see that as such as a positive because I think that what something that's important in your life path is to be brought out of that shell and to be a powerhouse Maybe. because I think that it's inside of you, and I think that there's been times in your life that that has come out, and I think you spent a lot of time kind of stuffing that back in. Maybe. Maybe. And I think that finally, this podcast and the path that you're currently on is putting you where you need to go. And I think that at the end of the day, you're always going to be the person driving our success. Oh, thank you, Jamie. Just because I love you. I got like a little bit of chills. Good. <laughs> 
I, I don't I don't see the number eight as a bad thing. I see it as something that's good because I think that it's what you're meant to be and meant to do. Maybe. I, I think that what happened was is like you've always been so quiet and shy. We started the podcast and now your eyes on the fucking prize. Absolutely. You're like prize. I'm just like you see in yourself a daily change of your confidence, of your ability to not be so shy, to say the things you want to say. And I think that underneath it all and subconsciously that your mind is telling you like this is good and yeah, so your track is successful because you know that the more successful this podcast gets the more you're going to grow as a person that's and you're going to break down a lot of those walls that's very true and i like that your other number is very grounded in spirituality because i think that's <laughs> so what it's not opposite though because you also have to remember that you can be grounded and be successful and I think that's the key I think that if you had successful in something else in your numbers it probably would be a shit show but I think because you are spiritually very grounded it makes it so that your success isn't the crazy kind of success that exactly. you're talking about that's what I think had scared me as yes. I felt like I don't want to be that Kim K. You There's someone be Kim K? else that I think of that I, in case anyone listens to this, I wouldn't want to name their name. There's someone that I thought of, which I've grown to love as a person, but from the outer shell, it's like I would not never want to be like that. Mm -hmm. Where success and the material is everything. But I think that's why those the two opposites are so balancing of each yeah. other, though. You know what's funny is like I've been sitting on these numbers and I never thought about the balance of that. Mm -hmm. And like for you to say it that way makes me feel so much better about it. I feel like, okay, now I can kind of see Now the you kind of understand here. it, yeah. Yeah, because the fir the only thing I kept focusing on was that number eight being so aggressive and like just material, material, material. And I, think I just wanted to hear that chiffon in the wind number. And, the, and it wasn't that. And it wasn't that. And I that. was like, oh, why? <laughs> why Why are you trying to put yourself into a box? Exactly. I know. That's why I'm saying, like, is why I just kept searching for a new number because it was something I didn't want to hear. Sticker idea. A box. And it says, coming out of the box. That's a good one. <laughs> why? We've got to put people. Oh, like, you, it's everywhere. you in a cartoon version standing in a box, like, with your hands up, like, I don't know. And it says, like, why you got to put me in a box? <laughs> Like Brie in the box. Yeah, it's a Brie in a box. It's Brie in a box. I'm actually really glad that we talked about that because I feel so much better that you said that. What's true though, and I really appreciate that. It's very nice. You know that, that I have nothing but absolute and total love for you, and you're my entire world. No, Jamie. You know that. I think that we both have really good numbers though, and it's interesting to think that these numbers can be. So so, so powerful. On and it's yeah, so powerful. powerful. They one. definitely like resonate with you. Like when I hear that, I'm like, that's me. That it's also like a thing, like, you know, people say that like astrology is really kooky, but like, same thing. Like if you look up a Libra and you get like I am a such a typical fucking Libra. Like to the bone. Anything you read, it's so fucking me. And I've done my birth chart before and things like that. And I've read it and I'm just like I'm so mind blown. And everyone's like, you can apply that to anyone. And yeah. I think that sometimes though, like Yes, it's general, like a like a general statement when we're talking about astrology and like the birth chart goes into depth. yeah, yeah. But like even like this numerology. But then like if you know me as a person and you know that the one thing I love more than anything in life is knowledge, like that's literally. I listen to eight hundred different podcasts. I do nothing but watch documentaries. I'm constantly looking up. Like like I am a constant rolodex of knowledge. Like it's crazy the things that I can pull out of my back pocket, facts and like little snippets yeah. and things of like I can literally be anywhere and talk to anybody about anything yeah and so like my my thirst for knowledge is just so strong and so to hear that that number is specifically like a yeah. knowledge number it's yep. like that's so spot on and yeah. not a lot of people know that about me about how knowledge driven i really am yeah i agree you know what's funny uh one of the websites I was looking at gives other people, like well-known people, that also have the same number. So Stephen Hawking also has a number Stop. seven. Stop! Yeah. Here's what's funny about that, I'm going to have to say. Because you know that I kind of, I think at this point in my life, have an unhealthy obsession with him. Maybe. Maybe it's a wheelchair. Me and him, I feel, are connected on some level, and I don't know why. Weird. Especially with his passing that's happened. For some reason, I feel very more connected to him now that really? he's passed than he was here before. To the point where, like, you guys, I have ordered stickers of Stephen Hawking's for all of you guys to get. Like, they're little baby Stephen Hawking stickers with a little, uh, that one time I was abducted, I have it on my phone, a little Stephen Hawking's wheelchair. You he looks it. happy. He's, like, smiling. Like, I'm about him. Jamie. So it's very interesting that we have that same knowledge you number do. because, again, I, I've 
feel I've always felt very connected to him, but now more than ever since he's passed. Yeah, that was the first person. I can't remember the other people. I had some really strange people that I were on my number. Like who? Gandhi. That's a good thing. Bob Marley. That's wonderful. There was someone else I can't remember. I was like, oh, okay, of course. Of course. Of course. If anyone else wants to figure this out, you guys totally should do it at home and then just look it up. Look up what the kind of different crazy things you are. Mm -hmm. When you figure out your soul's desire number, you're going to add all of your letters together. And there's a really so like quick... in your name? Yes. So my entire name. So Your entire Jamie name. Jamie Ray, Ray Billings. Billings is how I got your number Okay. 11. Yeah. Okay. It's really easy. I recommend you guys go and check it out. I dig it. I have something really weird and random to mention. Hit me. So Blue Alien Mystic hit me up with a new conspiracy that he has. Bruin. Yeah, he has Bruin, I guess. Yeah. Okay, so this is a message today at 5.05 a.m. I got. Although it's really like 8 o'clock my time, so I'm not mad. He said, okay, my wife and I are onto a new conspiracy theory. Dun, dun, dun. Is Delaware actually a state? Do either of you actually know anyone from Delaware? No. Do you? So Brie does. She's shaking her head yes. Great, great podcast voice there, Brie. Sorry, I was going to let you finish. No, just, no. Just do it over. Just do it over. No, I like it. I liked that the way it was. I'm not redoing it. That was great. <laughs> I've driven through it on the way to other places, but I've never stopped in it. What if it's a cover-up or something? What if all those times I was driving through it, it was just movie set storefronts and actors driving cars? I think Delaware is a government conspiracy. I think they're hiding something in this so-called quote-unquote state. state. That's hilarious. So I kind of dig it. I'm down to start a movement to say that Delaware is not a real state. Ooh, let's I've never, hashtag. I've never been there. I've never met anyone from Delaware. I don't even think I've even seen Delaware in the news. Delaware? 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 Stop! <laughs> Delaware, question mark. Delaware, in all yeah. caps. Where yeah, at the end? That should be the hashtag. Hashtag Della and then where in all caps. I like it. Okay, we're going to start a cash hashtag, guys. Uh, so in addition to hashtag Brie sounds like Kim K, I'm going to need you to do hashtag Della. And instead of W-A-R-E, W-H-E-R-E. Yes. Like Della where? where? Okay, so we're going to start it now. Thanks to Blue Alien Mystic. Thank Bri you, Barry. Brie, what do you uh, what do you think about this? What do you think about Delaware? No comment. Why no comment? <laughs> Brie knows somebody from Delaware. Uh, yeah, Georgetown's in Delaware, friends. My mom actually, not my mom, but my family just recently drove through Georgetown. I think they did some stops in their DC trip last year. So who's not to say that the stops that they made were not BS? Well, no, like they stopped. But what if everybody? Gosh. What if everyone really was actors? Like it's just actors working in a diner, and there's people. Like what if they went there, right? And then like three days later went back there, assuming that the same person wouldn't show up, and it was the same scene with the same people. Well, like, now this, that's creepy. That's what I'm saying. Well, maybe we all. Take a trip to Delaware. Delaware? <laughs> Delaware? I think that was a good one. You know what's funny? Because I forgot I asked someone, like, since you brought that up, and I asked someone, what do you know about Delaware? And they're like, it's a river. I was like, no, it's it's not a river. It's a state. No, it's not. Yeah, it's a, it's a state. So who knows? Maybe it's one of those weird things. I don't know. I feel like we might need to take a trip there, take some pictures, actually talk to people. But I I kind of feel you on this Delaware thing. Like, I don't... Delaware. Yeah, that's probably one state that I can gladly say that I i don't know anyone from. I've well, never been there. about Delaware anyway? Yeah, it's just Delaware. Let's just get rid of them. All right. I want to read something now from a anonymous listener. Sexy. This is a DM we've gotten from someone who is anonymous. What's a good name? Think of a name. Give me something good. Mmm, Skittles face. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. Actually, that sounds like acne. It does. <laughs> no, don't do that. Do something spacey. Give me something like celestial. Schlushel. Uh, yeah. We have an anonymous listener. We're going to call them Moon River Walking on Bridge. That's so fucking long. <laughs> Moon River Walking on Bridge. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so this is their DM. I'll read it. Three years ago, I had a dream of being abducted by aliens. Don't we all? Unfortunately. Just kidding. Unfortunate, fortunate. They looked like us and were friendly. My husband had an experience too this same time period. He says I was there holding his hand as they were doing testing on him. Crazy. Towards the last experience, I woke up with a bruise on my eye. Last dream after was them telling me goodbye and that they couldn't take me anymore. My quote-unquote master said they couldn't. My husband, however, claims to have seen around six shadow figures leaving our home that night, and he woke up suddenly. That's very creepy. 
So that's a little interesting to me. I think whenever there's a cross dream, like you have a dream about something and then someone else has the same kind of dream and you were there too and it's the same situation. Mm-hmm. To me, that's just super suspicious. I can never just like throw something to, oh, it's just coincidence. Because, you know, I'm not really a big fan of coincidences. Mm-hmm. To me, it's like, come on. So, you know, actually what it reminds me of a little bit. So what what it sounds like is what happens is that aliens were abducting you. And <laughs> they eventually ended up abducting your husband. I know you're laughing. Wait, I want to be serious. I know. I'm sorry. It's just know, funny because we're just so all the time. Yeah, it's like, yeah. so you were abducted. Okay. And um, <laughs> so... <laughs> So to me, it sounds like you were, the gist of the story, you were abducted by aliens. Your husband got abducted by aliens. Your husband, at some point while being abducted by aliens, told the aliens that they couldn't take you anymore. And so then the aliens were like, all right, we'll leave you alone. Right? You think that the husband was the master? Yeah, 100%. And here's what this kind of reminds me of, not your pastor's podcast. Okay. So I don't remember if you remember them emailing us and stuff and us talking about dreams. Yeah. But one of the big things I remember from all of his dreams where he saw UFOs or aliens and stuff was his wife. Yeah, his wife is always oddly linked. His wife is always pulling him out of it. Yeah. Or his wife is always, like, waking him up or finding him or he's always seeing his wife and then he wakes up and his wife is there. His wife puts, you know, her hand on him and he wakes up. So that's a very interesting connection. So mm-hmm. I I can see that maybe your husband got abducted and said to them, no more with her. Maybe. And them maybe granting that wish, basically. Mm-hmm. Because I see, like, in the instance of Not Your Pastor's podcast, it's like your spouse taking you out of it. They're the one who's bringing you back, so there's some type of connection and a bond that comes along with love that, at the end of the day, conquers a lot of things. Right. And I think that's an important lesson in that. Absolutely. That's beautifully said. I think I have to agree. Perfect. I like it. Which is very interesting. My master. My he master. says no more. No more. She no more. All right, Brie, let's get to maybe like the the Ooh, more spooky side. The more spooky side of the episode. And why don't we go into our Dr. Sci-Fi? So we have an interesting factor sci-fi today. In our last episode about the moon, we had made some comments about how Buzz Aldrin saw some shit. Some lights. But he's like, that's a UFO. He basically saw a UFO outside of his uh, spacecraft when he was uh, on Apollo 11. Bouncing around. I just remember him saying, I watched this coming out of his own mouth. Yes. So our factor sci-fi of tonight is, did Buzz Aldrin see a UFO? Dun, dun, dun. I'm going to start right off the top and say I 100% think that he saw a UFO. Ditto. Ditto? Okay, we're, we're in agreement right there. The reason we're kind of bringing this up is a very interesting article by USA Today that I'm going to read for you guys titled, No, Buzz Aldrin did not see an alien on his trip to the moon. <laughs> so when I saw that, I immediately was like, clickbait, clickbait, clickbait. I'm in. What do you mean he didn't? In this week's installment of Don't Believe Everything You Read on the Internet, <laughs> no, Buzz Aldrin did not see an alien craft in space. Yes, legendary astronaut Buzz Aldrin saw something outside his ship while en route to the moon in 1969, but it wasn't an alien. And despite the claims from a British tabloid and quote-unquote scientific organization, on Sunday, the Daily Star posted an exclusive story claiming the legendary astronaut recently, quote, passed a lie detector test that somehow confirmed that the encounter with an alien during Apollo 11 actually happened. Hmm. In true NASA style, NASA swoops in, right? And NASA spokeswoman comes out and she says, um, what he most likely saw were the four panels that separated from the spacecraft in flight. Because he's an idiot. Wait, it gets better. Motherfuckers. She also says it could have been the rocket they had separated from. Oh, okay. And quote, it was not an alien. Oh, thank you for clarifying. Makes so much sense yeah. now. Yeah, so here we have NASA again for a millionth time coming out and giving us the dumbest excuses. Like, NASA mm-hmm. couldn't even pick one excuse. Yeah, they're like, oh, it could have been this, and it could have been Well, it could have been that. Like, well, I guess it could have been anything. So how is it that they can come out here and say that, no, that's not what he saw, when you guys aren't even sure what it is he saw? 
Exactly. So who are you to come out and say, no, 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 that's not what happened. Not to mention, he said multiple times that there were lights following them around there. There's so many instances where he has said, I've seen something. I don't know what it is. You want to call it a UFO. You want to call it an alien. Call it whatever it is you want to call it. I saw something. I don't know what it is. Exactly. So I think it's funny that all of a sudden, a few days after we record our episode about the moon, all of these people are coming out with, "Mm, Buzz Aldrin didn't see an alien on the moon. You guys are crazy. That's what tripped me out when you read those headlines. And I thought, stop. We just released this episode. Mm -hmm. And for whatever reason... There's a string of things on the internet like, no, it didn't happen. Synchronicity. I did not see that. Absolutely. I I keep saying to everybody, the government listens to my phone calls and conversations. (laughs) There's a dude at the NSA named Carl. Carl. You guys lovingly know, piece of shit, (laughs) that probably watches me in all honesty. Sometimes I talk to him. Sometimes I'm like, hey, Carl. And I eat sandwiches and I'm like, "Mm, I bet the sandwich is good. You're not eating a sandwich, Carl. Like sometimes I fuck with him, but I truly genuinely believe he's there. (laughs) And it's instances like that that make me think that. That kind of thing is just super weird. Because this article was posted like three or four days ago. And that's when we would have basically been recording, like right after we recorded. You right I mean? after, like right after. Like the next day or two after we recorded is when the stuff released. And it's not stuff that we had out on the internet. It's not, it's something that we're talking about in a fucking addict. Absolutely. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just hate the headline, no, he did not. Those are the kind of things that they just, one simple sentence just slams the door. Well, constantly the putting things into boxes. Excuse, like, yeah. He's an astronaut. You're really going to give us that kind of explanation? Like, he wouldn't have thought that himself. Like, mm-hmm. he didn't know what was coming off of the craft. Exactly. Like, Ugh. you can't tell a panel coming off the side of the craft. I call bullshit on that. Me too. Or even even the rocket that was being detached. Like, there's no way. Like, you know that it's being detached. You've seen Apollo 11. How small was that motherfucker? Just teeny tiny. Okay, you're obviously going to feel a rocket being detached from you, are you not? Absolutely. You know what's going on. So why is it that they're trying to throw out these, like, stupid explanations? Like, oh, just throw this out there. They'll they'll believe it. What a bunch of BSers. You guys let us know. Let us know, but we're going to fact it. I'm totally going to fact it, too. 100% fact it. Sounds like some BS covering, cover, cover schmetzel. That's two factor sci-fis in a row that we've agreed on. It is. We haven't middle bitched recently. What's happening? I know. (laughs) Oh, God. All right, Brie, let's get into the um, lighter part of our episode. The softer side of Sears. Let's talk about the conscious quote of the day. Okay, today's conscious quote is by Abraham Hicks. She says, The reason you want every single thing that you want is because you think you will feel really good when you get there. But if you don't feel really good on your way to there, you can't get there. You have to be satisfied with what is while you're reaching for more. I've always been a big fan of the quote, and I have no idea who said it, but like it's about the journey and not the destination. And that kind of reminds me of that. It's not necessarily about what the end result is, but it's Mm -hmm. about what happens along the way. And I also think it has a lot to do with what we're always talking about, which is what you're attracting. If you're not happy in the process while trying to reach for more, you can't get there because the negative emotion and thoughts of lack won't produce you to actually get to where you want to be because that's just what you're putting out in the world. Mm -hmm. You're just putting out that you're lacking something or that you're missing something or that you're unhappy about something and you want more, that you're always wanting but that you don't have enough. Mm -hmm. I dig it. I think once again, you found a quote to wrap up our episode perfectly. Life. 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 All right, let's talk about the sweet dolls that are in our lives. All right, let's, uh, do some... Let's do some <laughs> let's do some occur shout outs. So I first want to shout out Blue Alien Mystic, who we talked about a little bit today. Yeah, Thank you, Barry. Barry. Uh we're gonna we're gonna start this Delaware thing. So don't worry about yeah, that. Yeah, Delaware. Also shout out to Designs by Perry. We hey, love Perry. you, John, and we can't wait to see what you're gonna be producing. Yeah, and you you really need to come on soon because I know you and Brie have been chit chatting a lot lately. And um I think that we're gonna have to have another conversation with you. So oh, we're gonna have sure. to get with you soon so we could uh we could chit chat um shout out to veronica at ollie v yeah ollie v also hey. shout out to frank zen hey frank uh shout out 
always to Raya. Raya. We are weeks away. We are weeks away until we fucking hang out. I'm so excited. I loved last week. You're like, soon. Soon. Like, that's just one word. Yeah, soon. soon. I love it. (laughs) Also, shout out to Weather Traditions. Hey, AB. Also, shout out to Seeking Truth 37. Shout out to Callie underscore girl. Also to CA Farms. Hey, that was a new one in our lives tonight. Yeah, super cool. Uh, Shout out Destiny from Space. Dole. And also Wokemore. Hey, Wokemore. Shout out to Sola Savarius. Sola Savarius. <laughs> who, again, we can't say your name right, so if you could DM us what you want us to call you, we would appreciate that. Definitely. And also Mom Butt. Hey, sexy, hey, sexy hey, woman. Hey. hey, you're so pretty. Oh, honey, you're so pretty. Oh, honey, you're so pretty. Uh, shout out to our news friend, uh, Asuka408. Hopefully we'll be hanging out with you soon. Also, one Graham. Hey, Drew. Love you, Drew. Uh, Shout out to at Space Funky Fresh. And the clute. The clute. Hey, William. We love you. When are you going to come hang out? Also, shout out to our favorite covert nerd. Hey, Lee. We missed you in our live, boo. Hey, cahoots. Cohawks, remember? Cohawks. Cohawks. There we go. <laughs> Shout out to you, because I can never get your name right. And Benji loves hey, you. Hey, Benji. Let's shout out the good, the bad, the standard podcast. Yeah, hey, what's up, guys? I, oh. hear, I hear they're going to be they're gonna be yeah. uh, mentioning us, and they're open on the 16th. Happening. So I'm, I'm excited curious. for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super curious. Also, to rock the shots. Hey, Jesse. Shout out to It Can Only Be Jared. Also, one, two, three, Elizabeth. She's always posting cool things. Yeah, and shout out to Mike, per usual. Like, first of all, when are you going to slide into my DMs? Huh. And when are you going to tell us about all these other podcasts that you, like, produce and host and shit? I know. Like, get on it. Uh, let's just say hi to Jesse, even though I know he's not listening. Sup, Jesse's weirdo? never listening. Yeah, she's a sub weirdo. I know. Totally. I know. Uh, shout out to my new friend at Seabuzy. What's up? I hope, I hope you get my sticker soon. Is this I the sent one with you the cool some. tattoo? This is the one with the Ooh, cool tattoo. Oh, bad tattoo, bro. Love hey. it. Also to Ugly. Gert. Gert. It's a new listener. Just found us today. Awesome. So Welcome. we thought to the fam. Welcome, welcome. And I think that we need to shout out um Brian Jackson. Oh, thank goodness. I, I was, was going like, to say, we forgot no, the sweet angel. No, we always leave him he right at the MIA end. MIA too. I feel like a small okay. group of people have dropped off from us. And it's Brian Jackson. <laughs> and friends. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I just want to let you know that I've been ch- chatting with Brian Jackson. I was like, what happened to you? He had some horrible excuse again for whatever happened to him. He's the person version of NASA. Just like Basically, dishing out excuses. <laughs> every day of Brian Jackson's life is Friday the 13th. Poor boo. Like, I feel like that's just what it is. Aww. So he had some shit going on. He wasn't around. But then he promised me he'd be in the live. Ooh. He even voted on our Instagram poll that he would be in our live. Aww. And then didn't show up. Well, I hope that nothing horrible happened. This time. I hope you're doing well. We do miss you and we do love you. Yeah, we, we love you very you much. all the best. Um, we're going to shout out at Inspectinate. Inspectinate. Who will be here next Friday to be on our podcast. Yeah, maybe he can tell us about the Masons and whatnot. Yeah, so we think we found an episode. We think it's going to be Masony. We might we might be talking secret societies. Ooh. Yeah, I think we might be talking secret societies next secret episode. Secret Secret societies. That sounds so, exciting. Well, just cool. a little snippet for you guys. I think that's Hopefully what we're... Hopefully he can be like funny and cool and not be like Nate the Sponge or like Nate the Maid or Nate the Butterfly. Need the butterflies kind of cheery it's though. It's nice. Yeah, actually, yeah. Yeah. So thank you guys again for listening tonight. Thank you so much for tuning in tonight. Happy Friday the thirteenth. Happy Friday the thirteenth. Let those numbers rock you out. Yeah. Um. You guys can always shoot us an email at that one time I was abducted at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at that one time I was abducted. Make sure you DM us. Go follow us on Facebook and on Twitter across all other social media platforms that we continue to this day. <laughs> Ignore. No. It's true, and I'm going to get better at that, though. The Patreon should be up in the next week. Yeah, we'll let you guys know about that. There's some exciting things happening. I'm saying a week because I'm giving us a deadline on the air. Not good on deadlines. Yeah. It's technically two weeks from right now, us recording. No. So it's not. It's one week. It's not. Oh, because once this releases, it, oh, two weeks. Yeah, two weeks. We got comfy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, yeah. We got the cushion. So within the next week of you guys hearing this, we'll have our uh, Patreon up for you guys 
guys. We have a lot of cool ideas for you guys of what we're going to have going on there. We really do. Yeah. So we love you guys. Love you dearly. Um, fuck Mountain View, California. Love Mountain View, California. All of the world. We love you dearly. Love you guys. Night. Got you, hey guys, what the hell are you doing to the sound? This is phone? no, this is my it's my hand. I could have put this on the wall. This is my hand phone. All right, whatever. This is what I need because you can't hear it when Jimmy I Jimmy gets with real it. handsy. She's gotta like I do. Oh, there's that motorcycle. I was just gonna say the motorcycle's here. Oh, there is this clip and I wanted to put it in, but it was just like gonna get too long. But it's when we kept pausing because we're hearing that weird ass noise. Oh yeah, in the wall. Can you hear it? No, not really. But there's like a part where I was like, there's something crawling in the walls. And you're like, you think? <laughs> and I was like, I think so. And I'm like laughing and I'm like, it's creepy. And you're just like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, okay, I feel like we want to add all these things because we think it's funny. But maybe from a listener's perspective, they're just like, it's whatever. Yeah. Like maybe we just like to hear ourselves talk. I was I was talking to Jesse. And, like, he hadn't talked to me all day, and I was like, wow, our friendship's really one-sided over here. It's <laughs> like, I don't know why I always have to talk to you. And he was like, actually, I'm having a really hard day. And I was like, why? He's like, I had some poltergeist activity last night. I don't want to talk about it. Really? And I was like, okay, then we won't talk about it. And then he was like, it just really scared me. And I was like, in all honesty, Jesse, it's just, like, if you had some ghosts, like, on some serious shit, it's just ghosts. I was like, sage your fucking house. It's, like, not that serious. Like, literally, just tell them to leave, and they'll go. Like, yeah. He's like, you I don't know. your space, he's like, Yeah, he's like, I don't know if I should move. And I was like... Oh, wow. I don't let like, them kick you out. Their yeah. time is over. I just think it's funny because, like, I think about that, and then I'm like, if that happens... Like, I'm, I'm never that scared of that shit. Like, at this point in my life, like, I've had it happen to me so many times where I've, like, seen, like, quote-unquote ghosts or whatever that I'm just, like, whatever about it. Like, I've been in a Ouija board. Like, I've seen some crazy shit that the Ouija board can do. Like, I feel like at first I would be scared, but then the knowledge would come into my head that, yeah, I could claim my space. I can tell them to leave if I feel uncomfortable. Yeah. But then I would, like, check myself and be like, it's okay. Like, all things coexist. Exactly. I think it's hard if you don't understand that there's more than just the physical. Yes. Then I think that's hard for people to grasp because they're like, there's something going on and I can't see it. And to that, that scares people. Exactly. This is all things we could be talking about on the actual episode, well, so we might as well start know? this. Well, hey. <clears throat> hey, 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 guys. And now for our untopic topic of the day. What's our untopic topic of the day? No idea. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, and the next segment is... <laughs> let me... Foam. <laughs> we used to have this awesome foam that went on the ceiling... Jamie decided to crinkle up into a stress ball. I did. Fidgety and stressful while recording a podcast? Pick up one of these handy-dandy stress balls. Want to get into the more spookier side? I want to get into the spooky side of the episode. <laughs> uh, we are talking Brie, you know? Yeah. Fact all sci-fi. No. <laughs> <laughs>